You're listening to the OCD and Anxiety Show, episode number 106. And in today's episode, we are going to talk about the idea of having intrusive thoughts related to what if I lose control? And this can take on so many variations. So I wanted to create an episode today that just talks about this idea of snapping and losing control and having these intrusive thoughts about, you know, what if I accidentally snapped? What if I lost control and did something terrible? So in this episode, I'm going to talk about some, you know, a lot of the different thoughts that people experience and then, um, you know, some of the most important steps we can take to start breaking free from these thoughts. So thank you so much for tuning in and I hope you enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Matt Cotty, and I'm a licensed clinical social worker, and I specialize in helping people take their lives back from OCD and anxiety. And on this podcast, I'm going to share with you simple tools, strategies, and principles that will help you on your journey to recovery. Because once you apply the proper knowledge and strategies, you can begin to transform and restore your mind and body. And when we heal as individuals, We can promote that healing into our families and communities and ultimately create a better world for everyone from the inside out. Welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Show. All right. Hey, my friends, and welcome to another episode where we're going to talk about having intrusive thoughts about losing control and doing something terrible. Right. And I know that's kind of a very broad, general concept, but it's kind of a catch all um, because, you know, we've been. Dealing, we've been going through this series on intrusive thoughts, right? Of how to overcome intrusive thoughts, what it's like dealing with intrusive thoughts. And we've been talking about some very specific subtypes. And really, at the end of it, right, most of these intrusive, harmful thoughts come back down to this idea of what if I lost control and did something that was completely uncharacteristic of myself, right? Or, or ex- ex- something that I don't want to do, right? Does that make sense? So, What I want to talk about today is just this idea of having these intrusive thoughts that are essentially about losing control. Now, that can be about anything. It can be while you're driving. It could be what if I lose control of the wheel and just drive myself off a cliff, right? What if I grab a knife and I lose control and I hurt someone that I really care about, right? What if I lose control and set something on fire? You know, I mean, like like I've heard so many variations of this, but they all start with this idea of what if and then I lose control. And then fill in the blank of whatever comes after that. And so the first thing that we want to talk about with these thoughts, right, are, you know, usually that they always root themselves in this catastrophic idea, right? What if I lose control and this terrible, terrible thing happens? And we know that this is OCD and anxiety because we're worrying about an event that hasn't ever happened, you know, and, and this can be also about this idea of what if I lose control? Like, you know, I've, I've seen it where people are standing at like a second or third story at the mall or a building and like, what if I lose control and just jump over? What if I lose control and throw my child over, right? Like, what if I snap? And these thoughts, right, you know, I mean, they seem very scary when we have them, right? Because they are. I mean, the content of them is, is often very terrifying. You know, it's like, why would my brain produce a thought like that? You know, and it's important to understand that with OCD and anxiety, that this part of your brain, right, is this this voice in your mind, right, which again is not you. So if you haven't been following along this series, please go back and go through this series because they all kind of build on on each other, and I kind of cover main points um, that I want to discuss about these in each episode. But this idea that there's this voice in your mind, and it comes up with these futuristic ideas that are usually bad. 
notice how the voice of your mind usually doesn't come up with this idea, like all these ideas about you winning the lottery and you getting your dream house and this random island and all these other crazy things that could happen in life as well. It usually goes bad. And, and why is that? Well, that voice of your mind is sitting there and, and at some point in your life, you gave that voice of your mind the responsibility of keeping you safe. So what does it do? It comes up with potential dangers and then tries to solve them. The problem is, is that it can't predict the future. So all these what if thoughts, right, are essentially useless, right? Because how many of them have ever come true? I mean, just ask yourself that question, right? How many times have you ever actually lost control and done something terrible? I mean, if you're watching this video, chances are it means you're not in jail, right? So chances are you haven't done it. And chances are you never will, right? Because these thoughts don't align, or I'm sorry, these behaviors don't align with who you are and who you know yourself to be. And what, what that voice of the mind is doing, right? It's trying to keep you safe by coming up with this terrible thing and then preventing you from doing it. But the paradox is, is that you were never gonna do it in the first place. But when the thoughts happen, right? These thoughts are ego dystonic and you do a behavior that then reinforces the idea that that thought was true. Well, then that voice in your mind thinks, oh shoot, well, I did a good job. So I'm gonna keep coming up with that thought. Right? Chances are you have the same type of thoughts that keep coming up because there's certain ones you react to and certain ones you, you dismiss. And when it comes to this idea of losing control and snapping and losing control, the, the whole premise is that whatever the thought is, is populating in your mind, whatever the content of that thought is, is never actually the problem. Right? In every single case of OCD I've ever seen um, and, and every single person I've ever worked with, what they're worrying about has never actually been the problem that we're dealing with. Right? The fact that you're worrying about it and looping about it is what the problem is. Does that make sense? Hopefully I, I said that correctly. And, and just to kind of clarify it, it's not what you're worrying about that's the problem. It's the, the problem is that you're worrying about it. Right? And because you're worrying and because you're doing these behaviors that are physical and mental, that are reinforcing that loop, well, what's going to happen is your brain's going to keep producing that thought, that anxiety is going to get higher, and you're going to keep wanting to do that same behavior to keep yourself safe. So, um, you know, and, and I've seen all sorts of thoughts about this, you know, what if I, you know, I, I remember you know, I was talking to someone, they were standing next to a police officer and they were like, you know, I had this thought, what if I just snapped and grabbed his gun, right? What if I, you know, what if I, you know, I, I mean, I mean, I could list millions of examples almost, well, maybe not millions, but, you know, I mean, the point is, is that variations come off all over the place with, with these kind of thoughts. And the thing is, is that it's not about the content of the thought, it's about your reaction to the thought and the behaviors you're engaging in. And it's really important that we understand that it's not just physical behaviors, but it's all the mental behaviors you do. So things like thought suppression, thought blocking, praying silently, ruminating, analyzing, trying to figure this thought out. What does it mean? You know, like creating stories about this thought, all these things that we do in our mind, like that is actually the stuff that keeps us stuck, right? That's what's so backwards about these thoughts and, and about this, um, about this trap that people get caught in, right? Or that we all get caught in. Is this idea that, you know, when these thoughts happen, as soon as you take the content at face value, you know, you've already gotten in the loop, right? And that's why learning how to diffuse from that part of your mind and really sit in that higher seat of self and be the observer of the mind, right? The one who's hearing the mind is so important because then that allows you to, instead of react to whatever it says, to start making conscious decisions to respond from a much higher higher place that is in line with your long-term health, not your short-term feelings. 
All right. And so that's and that's really what we teach over at Restored Minds. Right. So if you haven't, you know, uh, checked out Restored Minds, like, please, you know, come over to our site. Right. You know, uh, we have we have a free training that you can go to. We'll link it right in the notes below. And so you can really get into the idea of like the philosophy of these intrusive thoughts and, and how this works on a much more intricate level. And then we have our boot camp and our, our books and stuff like that to support you on this journey, right? Because this is not a journey that you should be going on alone. One of the things that happens with intrusive thoughts is people shut down, you know, they um, isolate, they are, they're embarrassed and shamed that they have these thoughts. And you know, it's so important that, that these thoughts that you understand, these thoughts aren't reflective about who you are and they're not reflective of what you're going to do, right? They're intrusive thoughts. You're always in control of you, right? Your thoughts don't dictate what you do. And, you know, I mean, as far as, you know, you can have an intrusive thought about anything. It's not going to make you do something. It's not going to make you do something that's completely against your true character. They're intrusive thoughts. We have 50 something thousand thoughts a day, right? I think is the what the research confirms. Not all of them are going to be something that are reflective of you, and that's okay. And so, so just I wanted to make this episode today because I just want to talk about the general idea of snapping and losing control because it can take on so many different variations. And I want to talk about the importance of learning to diffuse from those thoughts. And again, if you if you haven't started using the AAA response, please go over to Restored Minds and go through our training where you can start to learn that and start to implement that because that will really that's the first step to really making sure you're not doing those mental safety behaviors that keep so many people stuck. So um, thank you for taking the time to you know be with us here on this episode today. I hope this was helpful. And again, please continue with us on this series on intrusive thoughts because the more you can get this from different perspectives, especially the thoughts that you don't really struggle with, the more it's going to help you understand this loop from a much broader context and ultimately help your recovery. So next um, episode, we're going to start diving into some of the intrusive sexual thoughts that people have, as well as some of the intrusive thoughts about their religion and faith. So thank you again for taking the time to hang out. Check out the links below because um, you know those are some resources that can get you started started on your journey to recovery. And with that said, we really appreciate your support also by liking and subscribing to um, this channel as well. And uh, just to show your support by also sharing this with friends um, and other people you know that struggle. Thanks so much, guys. Look forward to seeing you in the next week's episode and I hope you have a great week. See you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you found it helpful, chances are others will too. So if you would please do me a favor and show your support by subscribing and leaving a review, I would really appreciate it. Also, if you're looking for a higher level of support on your journey, we have several resources to support you over at RestoredMinds.com. And we've even included some links right down below in the notes. Lastly, if you have any questions, you can email me at support at RestoredMinds.com. Thanks again for listening, and I hope to see you soon.